chapter 2, verses 3 through 20. Luke chapter 2, verses 3 through 20. That's where uh, we are going to focus today. Uh, some of us today are, are really just thinking about gifts, so I know that it may be hard to concentrate. And the truth of the matter is, is that not all gifts fit. <laughs> Can you see the somebody lost the ugly Christmas sweater contest? Not Not all gifts fit, but some gifts do fit, and some gifts are worth considering. So... I'm going to read uh, this morning Luke chapter 2, starting in verse 3. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for the census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, his fiancée, who was now obviously pregnant. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her first child, a son. She gave, uh, she wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. That night there were shepherds staying in fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified. But the angel reassured them. Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. Suddenly, an angel, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened, what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. But Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm thankful for this story and what it means. Somebody? I'm thankful for that. Jesus himself, when asked about the significance of this, said these words, God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. Jesus describing the reality of this gift, of this story, and of what it means. Jesus himself describing that it was God who sent his only son. Now, we understand from John 1 that it's not only his only son, but Jesus the Son was with God the Father all the way from the first moment of creation. They were together. He, Jesus wasn't a created being that happened in human birth. 
Jesus had been alive all of this time. And if we look, we actually see Jesus revealed in every book of the Bible. But for God to send His Son, this is God His Son whom He loved. And God spoke that over Him, that He loved His Son Jesus. And He sent His Son down to the earth for us. There was a cost attached to it. There was a value attached to it. I know for kids of a certain age, what you're really excited about is a gift that has a certain value. For most people at large, a part of what we're looking for is not only a gift that has value, uh, but you've heard that phrase, uh, it's the thought that counts. Right? That there would be thought for you, that you wouldn't have a gift that doesn't fit. Right? This poor cat looks really miserable. But that instead you would have a valuable gift that is fit, that fits you, that was given with you in mind. And last week we looked at this, we talked about this, and what it means, and what they meant when they said Jesus the Messiah, the gift that had been prepared for them. Jesus is a valuable gift. You know, um, I've had a a number of occasions, um, and, and I'm not a special person by any means, uh, even though my, don't tell my mother that she really thinks that I am. But um, I have, uh, on a number of occasions, given away articles of clothing that I wear. You know, we a lot of us in this room, we help people that are homeless or down on their luck or are struggling. And I, many times, so from the time I was a teenager, um, I've given away hats, I've given away coats, different things. Uh, but last week, I was um, on the street and somebody um, asked me for my jacket, and I smiled because I, I usually I just like readily give away what if somebody asks me for something. And I looked down, and I, I happened to be wearing a jacket that my dad had given me. And my parents are are coming into town tomorrow to be with us for Christmas, and I had this uh like I I can't I can't give away this jacket that my dad gave me because when they come to town, my mom's gonna be looking for me to be wearing it. <laughs> And so I didn't, I found another way to help this person, and as it turned out, they were really joking. But I had, I really, it's a true story, you can't make this stuff up. Um, But I really had this moment of, why couldn't I give this jacket away? And and as I was walking away, it really struck me, because I love to give away things. Um, But it was because the gift had value. Are you with me? And when God sent His only Son, it was a gift with value. Let's look just real quick at what we talked about last week in our talk, Waiting for You. What was it that they expected in Savior Messiah? In the words that were spoken, in the elements of the story that we've already read, that we looked at last week, the Savior, the Messiah, Jesus would be God with us. The Son of God. The Great Light. The Prince of Peace. And you can, you can hear that talk on our website or through podcast apps. Bringing healing, freedom, justice, comfort, and good news. And all of these things were things that were prophesied, predicted that Jesus would be, and that then were fulfilled. And we looked at verses and how they were fulfilled. We see that Jesus, the Son of God, is God with us. We see that in Jesus' words in John 3.16, and he's daddy's most valuable gift. And it's not wrong to go, call 
God, Daddy, I mean, Jesus instructed us in Luke chapter 11 to pray to him as Daddy God. It's Daddy's most valuable gift to us. God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Jesus is the gift. So how do we respond? What do we do? We're going to walk out of here today, hopefully eat something good, share some laughs, have a good time. I don't know what your tradition is. If you open your gifts in June or tonight, whatever your deal is, you wear pajamas the rest of the day or for the next three days, whatever your deal is, right? How do we respond to Jesus, Daddy God's most valuable gift? Well, first, we need to receive the gift. Now, I know that scholars actually have helped us understand that Jesus wasn't born in December. He was born in the spring. And I I know that trees have been used for a wide variety of things. For me, the point is we have a moment when we think about Jesus and what Jesus means. And for us... We put up a tree. We, we came from the Pacific Northwest where these trees are plentiful and cheap. You could get a really good tree, really cheap. I came here my first Christmas, but I had a heart attack. Thought I passed a kidney stone or something. I was like, what is going on? Oh, you're not in Kansas anymore, Toto. So it's, I enjoy setting up a tree. I, we, we've had a tree in our house since the, the weekend of Thanksgiving. And um, I, I like putting gifts under the tree. Uh, now, some people have sticky fingers, so the gifts in our house don't go under the tree until Christmas Eve night, right? Um, I'm just talking about myself at this point. And, but think about, you know, for me, like we, we budget, we set aside time, energy, and money to get our kids gifts. And, and, and our family from out of state, they send gifts, so, so there's gifts under the tree. Think about what it would be like to be on December 26th, you take the tree down and the gifts are still there. Anybody? See, Peter Peter wrote that God is not willing that any should perish. He said that God is desiring that everybody would receive the gift of Jesus, would repent, would turn away from a life living for themselves, but instead receive the gift of Jesus. God the Father, Daddy God, desires that you would receive His most valuable gift. Don't leave Jesus in a box under the tree. Have you received the gift of Jesus? Attending church, dressing nice, paying your bills on time, it does not make you a better person. Talking without a four-letter vocabulary, uh, choosing certain lifestyle habits. It doesn't make you a better person. It doesn't make you worthy of the gift of Jesus. In fact, there is nothing you can do. There is no way in which you can live good enough to deserve Jesus. Nobody, not me, not anyone in this room, deserve, maybe Rebecca, nobody deserves the gift of Jesus. And yet God has given him freely to us. 
Not so that we would try to act better and prove that we are then better people. Are you with me? God saved you because He loves you. I don't give my children gifts out of duty because I care about what kind of dad they describe me as to other people. Are you with me? And I'm not as good as God. God saved you because He loves you. He gives you the gift of Jesus because He loves you. That was really good. I mean, come on somebody. Are you with me? I I have certain gifts that if I see them unopened, my kids don't open them this weekend, I'm going to be disappointed. Imagine how God feels when we walk around not receiving the gift of Jesus. Now, once we have received the gift, how do we respond? We see on the screen, value the gift. Right? Do you value it? I mean, I think my parents would have understood if I gave away my jacket. Right? But do you value Daddy God's most valuable gift? Not, are you learning the right information? Not, are you acting like what you think a Christian should act like? But have you received Jesus? Do you value Jesus? Is Jesus the most valuable thing in your perspective, in your life, in this world? Because He is the most valuable. Do you value God's gift? You know, one time my dad said to me that uh, a definition of maturity is patience with immaturity. And I realized he was talking to me. <laughs> As parents, uh, we know what it's like for a gift to maybe miss, right? Maybe it's not, it's not a home run. It doesn't fit like the cat's sweater, right? God has given you one gift that is the most valuable. And it is His desire that you value that gift as the most valuable in your life. Will you receive the gift? Will you value the gift? So do you respond by, third, use as directed. We have very clear directions about how to receive and how to value Jesus. They're actually quite simple. That we would receive this gift. That we would confess our sins, our wrong. That we would make a turnaround in our life that we would turn away from living for ourselves based on our opinions and we would instead turn to God and follow Jesus, that we would love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then that we would love others in the same way we treat ourselves. These are simple instructions that we've been given. Right? Simple instructions so we can receive the gift of Jesus, value the gift of Jesus, and use the gift of Jesus as directed. Fourth, how do we respond to the gift of Jesus? Share. Share. This is one gift that you are not meant to keep to yourself. 
In fact, this is one gift that only grows in its value in your life when you give it away. Jesus is a gift that we are designed to give away. Jesus on the cross did not shed his blood for us. He shared his blood with us. He shared life with us. Just as in the human body, our blood carries oxygen, which is a healing agent. Jesus shared his blood with us that it would be the sacrifice for all of our sins as the only one who was pure, as the only one who was holy, who could pay a price so we could be forgiven and made clean and have freedom. Freedom to live with one simple instruction, to follow Jesus. This is good news. This is great joy. We can. We can. We can follow Jesus in this way. We can receive Jesus. We can value Jesus. We can use the gift of Jesus as directed. And we can share Merry Christmas to you, to your family. This is a gift we are meant to share. Will you stand with me? I'd like to close in prayer. I would be making a great mistake today if I didn't give you a chance to respond to this message. And responding to Jesus is really very, very simple. Asking God for help. There are people all around this room that are available that would be happy to pray with you. There are Bibles and books here in the room that we're happy to give you, to help you. There are life-giving relationships in this room that are available to you to help you in this journey. Why don't we bow our heads and have a private moment. If you want to receive Jesus as your Savior today... I want to just help walk you through that and we're more than happy to explain it and and love on you and, and walk you through the whole process. We use the Purple Book one week at a time for a year to help you understand the basics. It's not a rush. But if you're here and you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, just repeat this very simple prayer after me. And if you're a believer already, I would like for you to just out loud repeat this prayer after me to help make anyone who's praying it a little bit more comfortable, okay? Dear Jesus... Believers, just repeat after me and anyone else who wants to. Dear Jesus, Jesus, I believe believe that you died died for me. me. I confess confess my sins. sins. Please forgive me. me. Come into my life. life. Be my Lord. Be my my Savior. Savior. I turn away away. from the past past. and I turn to you. Thank you. Amen. God, right now, we are so very grateful. We know that from the words of Jesus that if one person will accept you, that there's a party going on in heaven. And I thank you that on this Christmas weekend, there's a party going on in heaven for all those that believe in you, that have turned to you. I thank you, God, that it doesn't matter who our parents were, who our grandparents were, what we behave like, Lord. It doesn't matter where we have come from, what we have done, what our past is like. But God, instead, that it is about our focus on you, our response to Jesus, Lord, would you help us this weekend to receive the gift of Jesus, to value the gift of Jesus, to use as directed the gift of Jesus, and to share the gift of Jesus with others. 
I thank you for it, Lord, today. In your name, amen.